right. Thank you for staying with me. I'm here. There we go. Had to run out and get some more water. And brought some pretzels in that are very tasty, but all of a sudden they're getting a little bit burny in the mouthy, aren't they? <laughs> Need a little bit of water? <laughs> there we go. All right. <clears throat> okay. Here's the question. Oh, I brought wrong book. I was going to the dad joke book. Okay, you ready for this, Rob? Okay, let us have it, Katie. Ready? Have, well, now I got to put my glasses on. <laughs> so they can't remember the question. <laughs> Something I gotta, about birds. Yes, I got a good memory, but it's very short. Which birds never need to drink fresh water? Which birds never need to drink fresh water? You would think it would be something logical, but like a seagull, but it's probably a much more clever, entertaining answer than that. Well, believe it or not, ding, 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 ding. Really? You, you got it. Seabirds. Oh. Now, there you go. Seabirds. Oh, you were trying to be funny, and I was just trying to be <laughs> smart. There you go. Yeah, there you go. You got <laughs> it. Trying to be smart. Oh, there you go. Seabirds. That's, they don't need fresh, they don't drink fresh water. Isn't that something? Oh, well. Now we know what it is. Now, now we know about birds. <laughs> No, is that true, or is that you were just making it, were trying to make a joke? That's true. No, that's true. It's trivia. Oh, that was okay. a trivia. That wasn't a dad joke. See, I'm confusing the two, the dad yeah. jokes no, see, and the trivia. I'll, I'll give you the heads up when okay. it's a dad's joke, okay, and then you. when it's a trivia. So, so we just learned something, okay? <laughs> there we go. So the heads up, that was a trivia question. All right. All right. I'm getting the hang of this. There you go. You're going to, hey, you're doing good. We only got another hour left. Are you going to make it there, Rob? <laughs> let's do it. All right. Okay, let's go back to Mary. You got a dog that's eating mice and rabbits and such like that. Hey, Mary, you still with us? Yes, I am. All right. Okay. Now, the the big thing is, is that believe it or not, I had a Springer Spaniel that was a better mouser than most of my barn cats. <laughs> that dog would be out in the field in the winter, and all of a sudden she'd be under the snow and she'd fly up out of the drift, and she had a mouse. And it was just, uh, it, it was the craziest thing. And but the thing is, is that no, don't to go do an ongoing. You know, okay, go to got a piece of paper and a pencil. Yes. Okay, go to dogsnaturallymagazine.com. Dogsnaturallymagazine.com. Okay, and put in, you know, deworming dogs. And the and then plus what you're using type thing. Uh, because, like I say, it's not... That's why, like, you know, you've got HeartGuard Plus. you got a lot of these yeah. heartworms that are plus and what they are in, in Interceptor. Okay, those are... They also are deworming your dog at the same time yeah. as putting the... Okay, but the problem is, is our dogs are not meant to be dewormed on a regular basis. Their gut system cannot handle that. And so that's... That's why I'm not a vet, but if you talk to any, uh, you know, if you look at a lot of these natural sites, it may make a lot of sense. It'd be like you putting all these chemicals in to kill these worms and you don't have worms, but then your system pretty soon is going to start going cuckoo with all these these chemicals that, that are used to kill this stuff. All right. So that's why you've you've got to stop and only do when necessary and not do it on an ongoing thing. Because also, too, like what's happening in the heartworm, uh, people that have done it over and over and over again. Now the worms are becoming they're built up against it. You know what I mean? Where they mm-hmm. what was that? What was that word? What's the word, Rob? The, tolerance. Tolerance. There we go. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And so and so that's the whole thing. We don't want to do things on a regular basis. You take your poop in. You have them check the poop out. There's no worms. Bingo. We don't have to be putting any chemicals in their system on a regular basis. All right. So and everybody's so scared of their dogs, you know, getting a tick, getting a flea, having worms that they want to just pound them full of all this stuff, not knowing what the side effect is going to be down the road. 
road, you know, as the dog ages and, and what we've done to their system along the way. And so I just handle things as it is presented to me, and I do as many natural things. Believe it or not, you could deworm your dogs and your cats and your horses. I deworm my horse with um, in the spring and the fall with diatomaceous earth food grade. It's a cup daily, a cup of diatomaceous earth daily. <laughs> and I do it for four weeks, I think it is. But anyway, so that's what you can deworm yourself, too, with diatomaceous earth. That's it. You humans can use that. So there's many other options out there to do instead of just grabbing for the chemicals and creating bigger and better bugs and bigger and better worms. Does that okay, make sense? When I first recognized it, um, I, you know, I've had her. She's eight. I've had her for probably four years now. And, mm-hmm. and she came they, from Missouri, and they she came with the disease that they didn't check for at the Humane Society, ended up something that's only in the South. And that's what they figured out. She also had Ehrlichia, and I don't know if that's from eating. I don't know what that's from, mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. I, I think humans can get it. But mm-hmm. she eats roadkill, so what you're saying is wait until you see symptoms? Right, well, t- have their duties checked, t- if you want to, twice a year, once in the spring, once in fall. You know, whatever they've okay. gotten into in between, and just, you know, go accordingly, all right? Okay. Uh, and so instead of I've just... On, what? I've had her on this um, regimen for probably going on two years now where she takes it all year round Mm -hmm. if i just stop abruptly Mm -hmm. is that gonna i mean her digestive is fine right now but Mm -hmm. maybe i should just stop then and do it and uh like you said what yeah what you do is you you know google it as far as you know put that word in of what the chemicals that are being used and see what the side effects are and what long-term effect could be but the bigger thing is that like i say they come out with bigger and more powerful drugs for both us and for our animals because we use them so often that they you know it builds the tolerance like we were just talking about and so that's why you've got to stop think and then like i say that one website that i gave you there's many great natural websites out there for Mm -hmm. dogs and for you know cats as far as uh, should we be doing it? Mm. But everybody is so, like I yeah. say, bug happy. You know, I don't want a tick. I don't want to find a tick or a flea on my dog. Well, then, you know, I tell people, get a goldfish. Because you know what? That's just part of owning a dog or a cat is that someday you're going to have ticks. And I and I remember, I don't put any chemicals in or on my dogs that I will not put in or on myself. And so that's why I like, Ooh, uh, I, I yep. And so the thing is, is that why would I do that to my best friend? Well, you know, and, but some people are chemical happy. And so, well, then that's just the way they are. I just, I can't change that. I, but I also don't want to see down the road. You know, when my animals leave me, I know they weren't too fat. I had them just perfect weight. I didn't put any chemical honor in them that, uh, that I would not do to honor in myself. And I did not over vaccinate mm-hmm. them. And so that I it was their time to check out because I didn't, I, I didn't set the ball in motion that might have caused them to have a shorter lifespan so that's the whole thing is right. we've got to look at the way we've been doing things and then sometimes we have to tweak it and see what what makes more sense to you know to me or well to you <laughs> all right got it and just just your opinion with her habit of being such a ferocious hunter mm-hmm. and she'll kill whatever she can find this mm-hmm. morning she killed something it was in the mouse it was something littler Okay. And Probably I a bowl. Just, I heard it go squeak, squeak. and then yeah. then it the crunching da 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 and I and I know I can't take it away from her cuz right. probably bite oh, me yeah. I no, no, no. get it. Yeah. No. Uh, so would you would you think more dachshund or blue tick coonhound or whatever? Well, you got to remember your doxies were meant to go to ground to get the varmints. 
That's what yep. dachshunds were, were, and same with your Jack Ross, all your terriers go to ground. They are meant to go in and get those mice and those badgers and those, you know, <laughs> that stuff. That's what they're meant yeah. to do. And so that's why the to thing is, and, well, some of them, that's what they, it's a tasty, it's a snack. <laughs> and so, you see, okay. dogs are supposed to, just like cats are supposed to eat birds and mice, you know, dogs too. are They're more scavengers. They're not necessarily the killers, but there are some personalities that are good at what they do and they get what they're going after. And it's gross in our terms, in our, you know, world that you see your dog kill a rabbit or something like that. It's like, no. And so uh, if you don't want to see it, then don't give them opportunity. When you're out there, have them on a lot, 20-foot long line. So if they're going after something, you can get after the dog and say, leave it. And so that they, you know, well, because dogs are high prey. Some dogs are, are higher prey driven than others, mm-hmm. you know. And mm-hmm. so uh, and some of them will say, oh, the rabbit, look at it go. Oh, well, goodbye, rabbit. And then the other dog with the high prey drivers go, rabbit, I am on it. <laughs> you know, that's that they, exactly her. Yep. Whereas they, their prey drive, because my Zelda was a high prey drive and that's why she couldn't be loose on the farm because if a chicken moved man she she had it that she it was all done and so that's why when she was out i was out when i was in she was in you know she never had free run of the farm so that would be her yep and so that's why you just got to kind of roll with the punches you've had her this long but like i said just be careful with all the chemicals and stuff like that you know it just these you know uh everything has been around for gazillion years we've been we've been only been around for just a smidgen of time <laughs> and so the thing is, right. is they, if they can survive yeah. that long and then we're going to build a more powerful then it takes more powerful chemicals i we got something's got to stop all right Yes, and then just a FYI on the flip shot, mm-hmm. flip side, she's the most affectionate dog in the world mm-hmm. and loves everybody yep. and... Yeah, but she dog, loves to, so. yeah, she loves to hunt. That's one of her things. You know, like my husband goes out and kills Bambies and I hate it, but that's what he likes. Oh, yeah. I, okay, <laughs> you, you know yeah. what I mean? So right, the, he's, right. he can be a kind and loving better. person. <laughs> uh-huh. So anyway, okay, kiddo? Okay. okay. Okay, thank you. You bet. Okay. Have a good one. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. All right. Oh, we got it. Oh, okay. This is going to be a trip. What? Oh, I was just going to say, uh, we'll get to David's call after the break. Okay, this is uh, trivia. But it should be a good time to give the phone number because we have room for some more calls. Are you sure you want that, Rob? Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah okay. Bring it on. Bring it on to Rob. 651-641-1071. 651-641-1071. How many eyes do most species of spiders have? How many eyes do most species of spiders have? Okay, is this a dad joke or a trivia this question? This is trivia. I said it first. You weren't listening. Didn't ever hear it. It's a trivia question. Trivia question. Okay, so it's not a dad joke, right? One more time. Trivia. How many eyes do most spiders Hello, thanks for tuning into the Katie K9 show. Don't forget, we got the Kitty Video Day, August 8th, coming up down at uh, CHS Field. So please stop on down there, bring your, your cat ears, your cat face, your cat tails, anything catish, and come on down to uh, CHS Fields. Uh, that's August 8th for a one cat of hula of a time. It's this Thursday, yeah. That is this Thursday. Last year, I can't remember how many years this is. I think it's fourth. And everybody says it's it's awesome, just awesome. So I'm happy. You know, I can actually see the big screen at CHS Field from my apartment in downtown. Oh, can St. you really? Paul. Yeah. So I'm, oh. plan- I'm planning to go on oh, wow. Thursday, but 
Um, if they don't give me a ticket, I can just watch. There you go. Wow, that is that. What a view! I'm impressed. Well, it's really cool during baseball season. Well, I bet. Really? Now you be now. I mean, it is baseball season. They're just not playing this Thursday. Right, but now the thing is, though, is that do you like baseball? Oh yeah, I used to play and growing up. Oh, did you? Yeah. Oh, wouldn't it be the pits be across a baseball field? and You hate baseball. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, how many eyes do most spiders have? Do you have any idea there, Anne? Do you have any idea? It got me with this one again. All right. Okay. Well, I'm guessing because you asked the question the way that you did, it's got to be a lot, right? Okay. I don't know. How many? Like 18? <laughs> no, but you're close. Take a, take the one off. Eight. Yes. Oh. Most spiders have eight eyes. Most spiders have eight eyes. Are they all in the same place? They're better to like, see. Now, I don't know. Are they like, are they like <laughs> moms? It depends. Yeah, yeah. They, are they like moms eyes in the back of your eyes head? in the back of your head, right? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yep. No, I don't know. I'm not a spider. My youngest daughter, my daughter, my youngest sister is a spider nut. She oh, oh she used to collect spiders in a terrarium. Mm. And, oh. They're supposed to be good luck. Like, if you're not supposed to kill a spider if you see one. Oh, yeah. No, I don't. I, I don't kill them. Every once in a while, though, they do get stuck in the drippings from the shower. They go wind up going down the drain. But it wasn't me on purpose. <laughs> right. It wasn't me on purpose. It just got where the water was harder. And they couldn't, you know, down the drain. It's a bitsy spider. <laughs> okay, let's quit joking. We got to get. We got people that are waiting yes. to call, talk. Okay. Who's so up? David has a doggy diaper question. Are you <laughs> doggy there, David? diaper. <laughs> hi, David. How you doing? Hi. Hi, hi. Uh, before I get to my question, I want to say, Nutrisource, for all you listening, it is the bomb. It oh, is awesome. Thank you. Um, also, you are training my friend's great dame, Darby, and she has nothing but the highest praise for you. Oh, cool. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Appreciate um, it. So I wanted to throw something else into something you said earlier. If you go to Chuck and Don's, they have recipes to make your own raw kibble at home. Oh, cool. Because my dog will eat carrot sticks. My dog will eat tomatoes. But not all dogs will. My right. dog is just eats anything. That's so you're talking about giving the, 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 those dogs earlier some raw vegetables. Well, mm-hmm. if you can't get them to do that, Chuck and Don's has recipes to do that for you. Oh, excellent. Tasty. Good, good, good. Thank so. you for that. T- thank you for that information. Yeah, so what's so going yeah, on? I got, Actually, two questions. Okay. One, um, Chuck and Don sold me this enzyme spray to reduce plaque on my dog's teeth mm-hmm. without brushing them. Is, do, you, do you support that? It depends. Do you know what's in it? Is it grapeseed oil? I, I don't. Okay. I don't. It depends. It's a what's in it? kind of thing, and they say it just helps um, dissolve the plaque before it builds up. Okay, That's and what you could do is just try it. You know, what? there are some good stuff, but check and see what's in it. All right. Okay. So, uh, and, and usually, I think most of it is grapeseed extract. Is a lot of people use that, and so that's supposed to retard that. And sometimes it, it even actually you can chip off if there is some buildup. So just you know, just check okay. it out. You know, there's there's good stuff and bad stuff. So just check it out. Okay, what's yeah, up? I, I I I trust what Chuck and Don tell me. There you go. So the the big question I called is my little one, my little Japanese gen. Still, I cannot get him to to do his business outside like he should. I mean, he does it, but he won't poop in our own yard because he lets the big one do that. If we go for walks, he poops like a child. It's just amazing amounts. I can't believe this little dog holds it. Uh-huh. Or he'll poop in the house when at work. Okay. And he pees on everything. All right. I was wondering if I was to diaper him when I'm not at home, would that retard that? Like, would that train him not to do it in, in the house? No. Because he wouldn't like sitting in his own stuff? No, no, that's a human emotion, not a dog. Dog care less about right. that stuff. <laughs> but also, too, what do you mean? Not, so you have two dogs? Yes. Okay, and so what's the other dog? 
the big the big dog is my black lab Rottweiler, and I I, I switched Nutrisource on your recommendation because he was stinking all the time, mm-hmm. and now I hardly even have to bathe him. He likes baths, but I don't nice. have to because he doesn't stink. Excellent, yeah, good food does that. Okay, so now yeah, you take and a, bo- a Japanese chin. Okay, they, you know you take both of them out at the same time to go potty. Yeah. Okay, and what's your routine? Well, I come home from work. They both go running out. They both pee. The little one tries to drink the big one's pee. I don't get that. But then they come back inside, so they calm down from the excitement of being home, and then they both come back out, and the, the big one poops. All right. But the little one not in our yard. All right. Looking for a walk outside the yard. Right. He wants to poop everywhere. He wants to poop on everything. Right, because he wants I'm to mark his own yard, and I'm wondering what? if that's because right. of the big dog. No, he wants to mark. No, he's a, he's a marker. You know, he wants to you know put his name here, put his name there. That's by doing it with the scent, right? And so that's yeah. why what you would, I what I would try to do is break this. I would take them out separately. Um, I, okay. I guess okay. Now you have a fenced-in yard where you could just turn them loose. I wish. Well, okay. they're on leaders. Okay. Like, uh, because I, uh, what I would want to do now, do you do you use kennels at all with uh, the little no. one? Okay, because the little one, if any time a dog is having uh, potty problems, they don't have right to have be potty or have freedom in your house. They have to either get kennel trained or you create an area that if he does have an accident, you're not going to blow a gasket. All right, but he has to be contained. Right. He does not have freedom in the house. End of story. So then, what I would do is I would take out like maybe the the, the big one first and let him go potty because you said the little one wants to drink it. Yeah, that's that's yeah. weird. But anyway, so then he goes out, gets his t- tank of his top of his tank off, bring in switch because sometimes when you got same dogs uh, uh, in the house, and it sounds like your Japanese chin has quite the attitude, and so that's why he thinks he's really king tut, and that's and that's hence a lot of what's going on, and so that's why he needs obedience classes. But uh, anyway, also too that. By uh, it, now you know you could just concentrate on one. You take let's say the Japanese out, and you just stand in a p- spot, go potty, go potty. If he doesn't get his business back, biz, business done in two minutes, you bring him back in. Wait, you know, two minutes, take him back out, try it again, and he does not get to go for a walk until he get you get all the business done where you want it. And that's where that's why okay. with dogs that are kennel trained, you have more control. But if you can build baby gates or something for an area that you can put him in that he has to stay in, so the poop doesn't wind up through your house or potty doesn't wind up through your house. All right. The problem is baby gates don't work. The last place I had, I had a fencing yard, but my neighbors had a chain link fence. Mm-hmm. He climbed the fence. The chin did. Yeah, oh, wow. climb the fence, jump over to the other side of the yard, and then run away. Okay, because then what you just got to do is then you got to put a top on it. You know, if whatever if you create a playpen area in your house, put a top on it so he can't crawl out, he can't jump out. You just got to there's okay. a big, go go online Pinterest or whatever and see if it's hey hey I need a kennel situation for you know in the indoor and just see what's out there. It'll be imaginative. Make go up to Menards, give him a, <laughs> give him a project. But so that because you have to be able to contain this situation because all of a sudden when winter comes and it's forty below, you're not going to want to take him down the you know the path to go potty. So he's got to learn that potty goes in his own yard and then he might have to have two separate spaces where the big dog pot, pees and poops in one corner and then he go, does his own business in another or. You just have to figure that out, but you got to teach them 
what it's called and where it goes. You you take them out on a line, so you got control, like 15 foot, 20 foot. Go potty, go potty, get busy, get busy. When he does go potty, good potty, very nice, good potty. And then, like I say, maximum time, two minutes, then back in. Now, if because every morning you should get a piddle and a doo-doo. If you only get the piddle and no doo-doo, then he comes back in. Let's say you took him out twice. Then the set third time, or the, the second time in, then you feed him, and you wait 10, 15 minutes. You take him out, 10 to 1, you'll get a doo-doo then. Because whatever goes, something goes in the front door, it'll go out the back door. All right. Okay. So what it is is just retraining you to train the dogs, and then that he listens and wants to do what you're at, what you're teaching. All right. Start okay. start teaching right. tricks. One last, thing before, one last thing before I go, I think you were doing awesome on passing notes and as oh. uh, Katie Canine or, or or the other kid craft on. <laughs> thank you, thank you. I was Brandy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, thanks, thanks, thanks David. Take care. Bye bye. Sure. That's so funny, that passing notes. Did you hear that? Rob, did you hear passing notes? I when did, I was uh, on the Jason and Alexis yeah, show. I thought it was so funny how Rocco did that. Now, I'll give you a moment to compose yourself. <laughs> it was so funny. Oh, what could we say? Okay, let's do a dad joke. Okay, did you hear that one? Okay, it's not we're a doing, trivia question. No, this is a dad joke. We're doing a dad joke. Okay, now, not, now I need my glasses again. God dang it. There's not enough light in here for me to read and see. Okay, what do you call when you put glasses on a pony? What do you what do you get, I should say? What do you get when you put glasses on a pony? Dad joke, dad. Okay, we're going to cut that short because we have got callers on the line, and I do not want to keep them waiting any longer than have to. Okay, so dad joke, you ready? I think we okay, are. Okay, I'm going to, and I'll give you a hint here, both of you guys, okay? What do you get when you put glasses on a pony or a horse? I'll give you that extra, or a horse. When you put glasses. A goo, uh, something to go with specs or Goggles or four well, eyes or I kept thinking like a seeing animal. Seeing. Almost, it's called. Okay, what do you get? A seahorse. Yes. Teamwork on that one. There you go. <laughs> it is. What do you get when you put glasses on a pony or a horse? A seahorse. Sea Very good. There we go. Yay, team. Okay, let's head to the phone lines. We got patient people waiting. We have uh, Kristen calling Katie K nine with a. Kitty question. <laughs> kitty, kitty. Now, yes, we take kitty questions here. All right. Hey, Kristen, how you doing? I'm great. How are you? Good. So what's... Um, I have a four-month-old gray tabby mm-hmm. named Milo. Oh, Milo. And he's adorable. He's a great cat. Um, oh. But every time we open the door, he wants to take off. Outside? And he, yep. Okay. And he's taken off after rabbits and such and we live kind of in a, a neighborhood with an alley and it's just really scary when he does that all right do you have any advice yep, you bet okay now is he going to be a totally indoor ca- uh, cat well i wouldn't mind if he was indoor outdoor but i i don't know the first thing about how to train him for that uh, well the um, only thing that you could do is that because when cats get uh, the, the inkling of the outside, you know, that's where they'd rather be. <laughs> but I like know. I say, in the cities, they don't live very long if they're into outdoor cat. So, you know, you can acclimate them to a cat harness, you know, and then, you know, sit in the lawn with them while he can do his cat thing. Now you got to control the situation. They do have cat harnesses out there, right? Okay. okay but what you're going to do is that you have, you know, the, you know, the um, canister of air to clean your computer with. Do you have one of those? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. What you're going to do is you're going to keep one by the door. Okay. And what you're going to do is when you're going to open the car, you're going to wait for him to kind of crowd the door. All right. Yep. You know, and so then pick up the can and the same time you hit the button. Okay. You're going to do with your own mouth. Okay. Or you okay. could take a, a plant mister filled with water set on stream. 
Yep. And as soon as he starts walking towards, you know, looks like he's going to go for the door, you know, leave the door not open to where he can go outside, but you know how you have two doors, right? The first door yep. and then the screen door. And the minute he walks towards it, you blast him in the face with the water and at the same time go, and when he runs away, just put the bottle down and down and just leave it. Okay. Or you could take the air, the, the spray can, that loud hissy noise cats hate. All right. So uh-huh. as he comes close to the door, you know, hit that button. And at the same time, you say, my cats are so conditioned. When I say my, my cats close their eyes and dunk their head because they either think they're going to get the water in the face or they're going to get the air that noise that hissy noise in fact Uh uh, in my gazebo um, uh, Ren was nice enough to build a nest in the corner of it and they just hatched out four days ago and guess who my my Sally decided hey what is that noise chirping up in that Uh corner and and so I was just paranoid you know that well you know I didn't want it to go kill the mama wren and the baby wrens so what I did is I stood with my water okay and mm-hmm. I stood on the other side and the minute she she started walking towards and looking up at that nest I just I just came around the corner I blasted her I went and then she took off running Okay, so a couple day uh, times during the day, I'd go up there, you know, and but now he just looks at the gazebo and walks on by, and then if I just okay. go, she takes off running past the gazebo. <laughs> okay, but so that's All what you right. got, so that's what you got to do. Either the sound, but make sure you say also, uh-huh. so that if you don't have the water or you don't have the can, that just yeah. your voice of going, you know, will get the cat to you know take off and and leave well enough alone. All right. If he does leave, is there any good way to kind of get him to come back? Well, no, 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 because you want him to associate the door is the problem, okay? That he's going to walk around the door. All right, so if he takes off after you use the water or the aerosol, just go yeah. back to whatever you're doing, you know, but just kind of keep an eye out, see if he starts wandering back towards the door again. Okay, so you, what you want him to do is when he sees that door, oh, you know, that the first door open, not the second one, that he uh-huh. walks way around it. All you have to do is go, and the cat's going to like, oh. no, I'm not going by that. I'm not going by that. All right, okay. so that that's the best All way right. to keep a cat from crowding the door. All right. Okay. Okay, you. let me know how it goes, kiddo. Okay, bye-bye. Take, take care. Bye-bye. Yes, and the same thing works for dogs that, you know, little dogs that want to kind of run past your legs and, and, you know, go down the street. That can also work. But you could put more, you know, a cat you will learn to work with. You know, you technically can kind of sort of train a cat, but not like you can a dog. So, okay, who's up next? Tony has a question about a nervous doggy. Is that right, Tony? Uh, Yes. All right, Tony, a nervous dog. What kind of dog? Well, actually, it's my son's dog, and it's a mixed breed that he purchased from the shelter, the animal shelter in Woodbury. Okay. It's two years old, and she has nervous tinkling, but a lot. Okay. All right. How many pounds? Every time somebody comes over. Pardon me? How many pounds? Um, I would say probably about 60 pounds. She's Good weight. 60 pounds, okay. All right. Uh, what that is called is called submission urination, all right? It happens when the dog is really excited or when they're really scared or worried, all right? And then a, a lot of people, like when people first come over to the house, that's excitement. Like, wow, who's here? And then if they go into pet, piddle, 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 piddle. So first of all, when people come over to the house, you put the dog on a leash. So you've got control of the situation. You tell everybody, don't look at the dog, don't touch the dog, just walk on by. And if you do anything that makes that dog piddle, you are cleaning it up. 
All right. And then you have right. the, you know, the, the wipes and everything. So in case the dog does, because they didn't listen to what you told them to ignore the dog, that you can give them the cleanup stuff so they, they'll remember it the next time. All right. Okay. And so then what you got, what, what happens is that you've got to build this dog's confidence. And that's through obedience, through trick training, to building, you know, like in and out of inner tubes, in and out of, the whole thing is just little things that makes a dog be braver and braver and this build that confidence. Because usually submission, believe it or not, submission urination is the, those dogs have the coolest personality to train because they want to please so much. And so that's why the sky's the limit with when you got one of those. And so that's why, um, but like get a trick book. Um, I like uh, 10 minute dog training games by Sundance. And there's also yeah. like dog training, our dog, uh, teach, uh, dog tricks for idiots. There's another one. And anyway, I don't use, I don't believe in the click and treat. I just, here's a treat. This is what I need you to do to get it. And so. But the more time you spend building blocks in their head, you know what I mean, as far as teaching them words and what they mean, it builds confidence. And all of a sudden, you don't have that submission urination anymore. And it doesn't have anything to do with the age of the dog. Everybody thinks the dog is going to age out of it. Technically, kind of, sort of, they do if you have been doing some obedience work and, and, and teaching them words and what they mean. That, so technically, you, they would outgrow it because you built confidence. But if you just had, you know, play the ball once in a while and take them for a walk and they take you for a walk, we, they really don't have much of a vocabulary. Until you build that vocabulary, you're not gonna, you're, you know, you're not gonna build confidence. Okay. Does well, that make sense? He's had a trainer come in and kind of help him with it and he's so patient with that dog. Mm -hmm. Usually if someone comes over, he brings it out first. Mm -hmm. And so she can go to the bathroom. No, but yeah, but no, no, that's not solving anything. That's just taking it from inside yeah. to put it in the outside. No, the whole thing is, right. is when somebody comes over to the house, the dog is on a leash, you're, they're facing, you're facing east and west if the company's coming in north and south, and you tell people to walk on through, don't look, don't touch, don't do anything, just walk on by. And so the thing that's is... That's what I do, and he does, she doesn't pee when I come in. Exactly, and that's what the rule of the house has to be. And so then the, the, it usually takes 15 minutes to a half hour for a dog to get used to the smells of the person that just came over and their sound, okay, their verbals. And so that mm -hmm. until, and then uh, what you do is you just kind of sit on the leash and ignore the dog So the and the dog can't get to anybody. Let's say we're sitting on the porch and so mm -hmm. the dog can't get to anybody no matter how much he wants to try to go say hi to that person. No, he can't because the minute the person uh, puts her hand out, and everybody does it, more girls than guys. Oh, and how are you? You're just so cute. They do this baby talk crap. And that's what yeah. sends the dogs into the submission urination. They get all excited and pee, 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 pee. So, and, you know, right. so that's what you got to do is you talk normal. Don't no baby talk. <laughs> and then that right. comes later after the dog is used to the smells of that person and the sounds of that person. You could drop the leash and you just say, you know, just say, have the person be nonchalant. Hey, buddy, how you doing? You know, give a pat, move on. Don't go in for that. Oh, look at how cute you are. Don't do that. You're going to be piddling right. up, up a storm after that. All right? Right. Yeah, and that's a large amount. Right. I, mean, so, I yeah. thought maybe there's something wrong with his bladder. No, 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 no. He really pees a lot. Yeah, well, it is if they haven't been out for a while when somebody came over. Yeah, there can be a substantial amount in there. <laughs> but if they yeah. just come in from out peeing and then somebody, you know, let's say they've been in the house for 15, 20 minutes and somebody comes over. All right, then 10 to 1 that if that any pee that comes out will be very minimal. But if she had not been outside to go potty for a couple hours, all right, yeah. then there's going to be more substantial. 
for for the right. peeing, all right? The bladder oh, okay. system. I will mention so, that. But that's the whole thing is, is you have to do is you have to install, but through obedience classes, through trick training, and this is an ongoing, not like a five minutes a day. No, we're talking, you got five minutes here, five minutes there, 10 minutes there. It's ongoing throughout the day, building this dog's confidence and, and, and naming the dog's toys, teaching the dog what each toy's name. You just do one at oh. a time. And the, so there's just simple stuff like that. And then, you know, Katie's Canine is a great place to go to obedience school. Give me a call. <laughs> yeah, um, I definitely will. We live in Hugo. Oh, so, okay. Yeah, yeah so. please do. Please do. Yeah, I got classes starting, uh, beginner one starting in September here. I got puppy classes up, coming up now. So, Okay, but oh. that's what you just got to do. Build that confidence, all right? I will do. Thank you. Thank you. Have a good day. You too. Bye. Bye-bye. All right. Let's see. What did? Oh, is, it, is that a break? Was that what you're trying to mm-hmm. do? Okay. Okay. How do you keep uh, this dad joke? Dad joke. All right. Dad joke alert. Dad joke alert. Yeah, there you go. Okay. How? Do you- Hello. Thank you for spending your Sunday afternoon with us. I greatly appreciate it. We got Rob on the other side of the glass today because Carly is out, and then my girlfriend Ann is here listening. And I want to thank CoPilotDogOutfitters.com for hopping on to the KDK Nine Show. I guess they're they're located in Linden Hills. So please, uh, take the, if it wasn't for our advertisers here, uh, guess what? This would be dead air, or somebody else would be talking other than myself. <laughs> so that's right. Please, you know, and then also VCA Animal Hospital. They've hopped aboard. And of course, Nutasource has been with us for many, 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 many years. And hopefully you feed their great products, their treats, their cat food, their dog food. I'm sure you heard me mention that they have new, I think it's four different small bites formulas. So if you got the small dogs, like that one gal had a Yorkie that was five pounds, the small bites are fantastic. You know, personally, I'd even feed it to the big dogs <laughs> because then it's less expanding in the stomach. So anyway, so thank you. Thank you. Uh, co-pilot dog outfitters. So check them out. Co- Fed, co-pilotdogoutfitters.com. I'm going to be doing a live uh, broadcast there in October. We'll keep you posted on that. Okay, how do you keep a skunk from smelling? Dad joke, dad joke. Well, I'm not a dad, okay. and I I think I know this one. Okay. And I would never suggest that you harm an animal. Okay. So I won't say remove or cut off his nose. How about plug his nose? Oh, very good. Is no, that right? you, you hold you, you plug his nose. Yeah, you there hold you his nose. Did you have it? Did you have that inkling? No? <laughs> oh, I totally agree. <laughs> oh, okay, there you go. There you go. All right. Okay. This, I'm a mother, and I totally. Agree. What do you get when you cross a bear with a skunk? What do you get when you cross a bear with a skunk? What do you think there, Rob? What do we think? A smelly mess. A smelly go. furry mess. There you go. Winnie the pew. <laughs> There you go. Okay, that's it. That's it for this week, folks. There we go. You got it. You got it. All right, let's head for the phone lines. We don't have much time left. So, oh, wait a minute. Oh. One thing, too, uh, folks, uh, when, uh, what uh, reminded me when the, when the a person with the kitten call, when you have kittens and puppies, folks, do not play rough with them, please. No roughhousing games, no tug of war games, no take them down to the mat games, because then you're teaching that dog or that pup or that kitten to play rough, and they're going to be rough when they grow up to be an adult dog or adult cat so you you, with the puppies you teach um you know like uh hide and seek uh teach tricks uh, have fun games no tug of war or or take me down games and then as they get older and you've laid them good groundwork then you can you know introduce tug of war but then you you can start it and stop it and with the kittens a lot of people like to like have their hand go over the cat's face and then got to go and spin them around i mean it's really weird what somehow people play with their cats or the kittens and then they wonder why the cat is biting and scratching all the time because you know what you taught them that so step back that's just 
just like you know with two-legged kids if they're if they uh i think that playing rough at home you know that's the way it's supposed to be when they're out get out on the playgrounds they get deemed as a bully but that's all they know that's what they were taught at home so that's why no Folks, bullies, uh, whether it's uh, two-legged or four-legged, they, they are created by what their environment. So pl- be nice, pl- teach tricks, have fun. Especially when they're little, you're shaping for what you want in, in, as they get older. Okay, here we go. Up to the plate. Brenda has a pit bull puppy. Is that right, Brenda? All right. Hi, Brenda. Are you with us? Yes, I am. Hi. What's going on with your pit bull puppy? Um, she's about eight weeks old. We've just had her for probably five days, but when she came to us, um, she had a lump, um, on the top of her head and above, above her, uh, left eye. Um, the, on her, they, they both seem to be scabs. The one on the top of of her head, uh, was weeping. So I used like a warm, wet cloth to kind of moisten to, hopefully have the the scab fall off and it did okay um i'm just wondering if um can i use uh, just an antibiotic ointment to put on that so that it, it doesn't get dirt in it or do i need to take her to the vet and have some special salve for her well how big are the the scabs or the the, the pla- well the the one on the top of her head is probably the size of a penny okay wow okay and how deep is it deep or is it just surface mm- it's kind of surface, like you. The, the hair is taken off. Like uh, I, I think the 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 mama must have uh, been quite aggressive with uh, the, the with the pups. Right. Okay. What if you now is it is getting better? Correct. Yes, it has. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Because if you just keep it clean, you wipe, it, rinse it out, and stuff like that. You you yeah. If you if you really feel not by the eye though, but on top of the head, you know, antibiotic. Uh, I it's up to yourself. Remember, we overuse that kind of stuff a lot. You know, so I uh, yeah. believe you know what's a really good healer is extra virgin coconut oil. It, that heals up sores like you wouldn't believe. So put a, if you got oh, a little okay. bit of that, put a little bit of that on the sores, and that will help oh, out. Okay. All right. Because it's a, 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 what do they call antitoptical or whatever. Look up the the uh, at Google extra virgin coconut oil and find out okay. there is our pages of what you can use it for i don't use skin lotions anymore when i get out of the shower i smather on my extra virgin coconut oil our skin is our biggest organ right and so that's why right. I, yeah and i want to tell you yeah it, it, it works wonders and then plus it's healing if there's any nicks or grabs or whatever it's also helping heal that stuff and i got three kittens yeah. right now and those little suckers i'll tell you i got a lot of little kitten marks i'll tell you <laughs> okay well but, like uh, like i say we, we just had her for a few days but just yeah, um, but but just keep an eye on it. Make sure if it looks get like it's getting worse, you know, then you know you might want to take her, take them in, uh, and then when do you have a, a vet appointment scheduled? Uh, no, not yet. I, and that was another thing I was going to ask. Like uh, uh, all of our, we've got well, she makes three uh, dogs. They're, they're so they're rescues, right? And, um, they, they've all um, the, the the other two dogs have have been uh, uh, have fixed have been fixed. This is a female, and I'm just wondering. Um, what age um, she needs to go into uh, to have her surgery? That'd be six six months to nine months is the average. Okay. They'd bring them in six months to nine months because you don't want her to come into it for well. It's up to yourself. Every they, they, the spay and neutering thing is up in the air again as far as when to do it. I'm perfectly com- comfortable if I had to fix a dog to get him fixed between six and nine months. 
is what I would do. Oh, okay. I do not believe in oh. getting them younger, but the six to nine months is usually pretty best thing. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I wasn't. I wasn't sure because our our the other two were older than that, and they were already done when mm-hmm. we had gotten them. Right. Right. Yeah. Those. Yeah. Because. So. It, yeah, nine months is because uh, some females can come into heat, you know, at six months, but very rare. Most of them come in between 10 months and 15 months. That's usually okay. the kind of the norm. So if you can get them fixed before that, you don't have to worry about them almost coming into heat and getting nailed. And now you got a bunch of puppies. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> thank you very much. You I bet. appreciate your, thank you. You Bye-bye. bet. Good luck. Be a good mom. Thank you. And thank you for writing. Bye-bye. All right. Okay. Who's the, probably the last call for the night, the day here? Hi, Karen. You have a question about your three-year-old service dog? Are you? Hang on a quick. Hey, whoa, whoa, whoa. That's not the right. There she one. goes. Uh, no, no, that was the wrong line. Let me try uh, that again. Are you there? Hi. Oh, there she is. Uh, yeah. Can you hear me? You betcha. We can hear you. He's, Rob's getting used to. He's never been. This is the first time he's been over in this side for the the board. He works over our, at our sister at KS ninety five. So he's doing a doggone good job. Considering it was a little bit. <laughs> you have no idea what the producers here have to do for my show because they have to answer calls. They have to type it out. There's tons. So he's hanging in there. Okay, Karen. What uh, can we do for you? This is the first time I've ever called in like this. So I'm oh. really really nervous. Oh, don't be my nervous. Dog's all over me. He's like, whoa, it's okay, it's okay. Yeah, <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Yeah, no, no. Hey, you're just talking to me and Rob and Ann. You know, they, they, nobody else is in the room, so don't worry about that. So what's going on? Well, um, uh, he he does a butt rocking where he doesn't scoot, but he'll he'll rock. Okay. And he'll shake his head a lot. Mm-hmm. And when I first got him, he's a German Shepherd Lab rescue. Um, he would do it on occasion, and they had me on Royal Canin food, and mm-hmm. I, I, devel- I figured out he had a chicken allergy, so he's on Origin mm-hmm. food. Good. Um, with, yeah, it was very high-class high food, but um, he's doing this uh, a lot now, and he kind of seeps. Like when he's in the car with me on his pillow, you can see, um, you know, as if it's a wound seeping, but he's not bleeding or anything have you had his anal or have you had his anal glands checked yes and, and when i take him to the vet they say there's nothing wrong okay. with him okay. and i just um he's developed now this total fear of the vet i was just in there this has been gradually happening uh. three weeks ago for all his shots um we had to muzzle him i had to put him on trazodone and come oh back my. two hours later oh geez he's just Oh yeah. I imagine and there was there was no way they could do the anal glands. Yeah, well, so. good. Yep. No, no, no. Uh, yeah, because usually what we're running out of time here. So I, what I want you, I'm not yeah. gonna. I need to talk to you. So if you can either email me or call, I'd better yet call me up at Katie's Canines. Okay. Uh, uh, th- that we could discuss this because basically all this comes down to diet. It really does. Even though oranges is good, but the yeah. thing is, is that it just it may not be the the right formula that you're okay. feeding. Are you giving any probiotics, digestive enzymes, any uh, plankton? Are you doing anything like that? No. Okay, and so I, that's, that's what I. I'm, this is my first dog ever. Okay, yeah. So, so. give me a holler because we got to run here. Okay, kid. Sure. Sorry. Okay. Thank you for hanging on, but uh, also give me a holler, up, Katie's. Oh, Rob, thank you so much for uh, chiming in and, and you hung in there and <laughs> the fastest two hours of your week, right? Really, my pleasure. Great to hook back up well, with you, Katie. Hopefully we'll see you again. And Ann, thanks for stopping by. Don't hide your dogs, folks. Train them and or call me. And don't forget about the cat video.